It's Thanksgiving week, and while this year has brought a lot of things that we are ready to leave behind, we still have so much to be thankful for. And that's something to celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Hello and welcome to episode 7. Happy almost Thanksgiving. Now before we dive in, I want to make sure you are getting my weekly newsletter. It's called the Friday Fet. It comes out on Friday mornings and it's a party delivered right to your inbox. I let you know about all the latest happenings on Suburban Soiree, new products, coupon codes, new podcast episodes, and just all that we have going on. I'll put a link in the show notes to sign up to make sure you are getting that newsletter. Also, take a moment, if you don't mind, and leave a five-star review for this podcast on Apple Podcasts. That really helps get the word out, and I appreciate it so much. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, today I'm going to share 20 things I'm thankful for in this year. Now, before I get to my list, I need to give a disclaimer. I like this podcast to be light and uplifting and fun and encouraging, but I can't ignore what a dumpster fire of a year 2020 has been. So before I get into all the things I'm thankful for, I want you to know it's been hard for me too. In our home, we've had disappointment, fear, we've lost people who we really cared about, we've been brought to our knees in prayer, we've had sadness, and so like you, I've really struggled this year, but this list of things I'm thankful for is in spite of that. I think gratitude is more important than ever. There's always a blessing you can find in any situation. And so I hope that by sharing these little things I'm thankful for, you will be encouraged to think about what you are grateful for this season and find the bright lights in this crazy year of 2020. The majority of the things on my list are pretty lighthearted. Some are serious. Obviously, the health and safety of my family is what I am most thankful for, hands down, this year or any year. So I think that goes without saying, hopefully. But I just want this list to get your wheels turning and think about the little things that you have found joy in this year. So the first thing on my list is the Chewy's Family Fajita Pack. If you are not familiar with Chewy's, it's a Tex-Mex restaurant. It is excellent. It's one of our favorites. Being Texans, we're a little picky or maybe a lot picky about our Mexican food. We were so happy when Chewy's came to our city a few years ago. It's one of our favorite spots to go eat with friends and family after church on Sunday mornings. And so when the lockdown happened and everyone went to curbside menus, we discovered this fajita kit that they offered for a family of four, which is us. So we get the combo fajitas with steak and chicken, and then we ask for an extra dozen flour tortillas. It comes with chips and salsa and their jalapeno ranch, which is delicious. And so it's just been our favorite takeout meal this whole time. We get it at least once a month, if not more. My husband and I are usually craving it at the same time. We'll be like, you want some chewies? Yeah, I think so. So it's cheaper for us than when we would go eat there and buy four individual meals and sit down in the restaurant and get iced tea and all of that. It gives us about three meals out of this one combo kit for a family of four and we eat like we will put down some fajitas we have a teenage son we eat generous portions and it feeds us a ton 
Everyone loves it. So that has just been a bright spot. We have thoroughly enjoyed getting Chewy's takeout. And I would love to hear what your favorite takeout meal has been at this time. Maybe it's a local place to you. Maybe it's something new you discovered. Maybe it's an old favorite you've been picking up. Email me at hello at suburbansoiree.com or send me a message on Instagram. I really would love to hear what your favorite takeout has been during this time that we're not going to restaurants. Number two on my list is dance fitness. So for years, I have done a hip hop cardio class at my local Lifetime Fitness. This was my favorite workout. The only workout I would really get excited about and really make an effort not to miss. And while I really, really miss the energy of the in-person group classes, I'm so thankful I've been able to do it at home. So my local class has moved to Zoom, so I'm able to do that. And then I have some other ones that I like to do on YouTube, the Fitness Marshall and a few other ones. But for me, it's a great cardio workout. It's an absolute guaranteed mood booster. No matter how you're feeling, if you just dance it out, you feel so much better. It works for me every time. I think it's important to find that thing that really is fun for you when it comes to exercise. For me, it's mental just as much as physical. So I just am so glad I had discovered dance fitness in the past and that I'm able to keep it going at home. And I really, really look forward to when I will be able to do a class in person again. Number three on my list is just all of the acts of kindness that have come out this year. Seeing people truly take care of each other and do just extreme acts of generosity and kindness. And we saw this several places. There was a show John Krasinski did on YouTube early in the pandemic. It was called Some Good News. I think it's eight episodes. My family watched all of them. I usually know I always cried during them. They just showed good, happy news and people being kind. We've seen things happen through my local church, and just if you look for it, it's there. I think through this extreme devastation and hardship, extreme kindness has emerged in many cases, and I have just been blown away and inspired and encouraged and moved to tears by seeing other people be kind. Number four on my list is online church. So there's no replacement for going to church in person, and I desperately miss just worshiping in a quote unquote, normal capacity. And I cannot wait for that day to return. I've already warned my family, I'm probably going to cry like a baby and embarrass everyone when we finally get to go back to church. However, I have really tried to make the most of online church and enjoy this season for the gifts that it is. Our church has always live streamed, um, even before the pandemic, but they've really stepped it up and brought in new equipment and really taken it to the next level. We've had a great online worship service. It's a way to see so many different faces in our church. They will do videos from home and they will be part of the service. There's a lot of chatter in the online comments, so we feel connected. I love that we get to sleep a little later and we don't rush out the door. We all kind of cozy up together. It's just the four of us in my family. We are at the ages where my kids were sitting with friends or other places, not necessarily sitting with us. So it is a gift to have these months of just the four of us worshiping together through online church. I have also enjoyed visiting other people's churches online. So friends of mine, I have a friend with a great church in South Carolina. I got to watch her church online. Some friends in Dallas, I got to visit, quote unquote, their church online. I've really enjoyed the ability to explore those different worship services on Sunday afternoons, and I need to get back to doing that more. I did it a lot early on. But online church has offered its own set of gifts, and there's just a certain sweetness to it. And while I don't want to do it forever, and I look forward to going back, I can appreciate 
the time we've spent worshiping as a family online. Number five on my list, I have lavender. But I would say lavender kind of encompasses all the things I've done to bring relaxation and self-care into my routine. And for some reason this year, I have gravitated toward the lavender scent, which I'm not really a crazy lavender fan, wasn't really that into it before, but here I am. As I shared before, I have a lovely lavender bubble bath that like soothes you and helps you go to sleep. I found a lavender lotion I really enjoy. For a while, I had lavender laundry detergent. I'm sure I will always associate that smell with this time, but it's just been a way to be extra calm and kind to myself and just a soothing thing that I've enjoyed, and that is the scent of lavender, so I am thankful for it. Number six on my list is Formula One racing. Now, let me explain. I know some of y'all, your eyes might glaze over a little bit like I do with other sports, but Formula One racing, if you're not familiar, it is the top tier of auto racing. So this is the Ferraris and Aston Martins and Mercedes. They race all over the world um, in Dubai, on the streets of Monaco, and the Italian countryside. I mean, fabulous locations. This is not going around in an oval. It's all kinds of twists and turns, and every track is different. It is fascinating. And this is something that my husband has followed Formula One for years And I just over the last few years have really gotten into it. And I love how that obsession was sort of built and perfectly came together during this time at home. And it was something that we have really enjoyed together. So for me, here's how I got so into it. A few things kind of converged perfectly for me. First of all, there is a series on Netflix called Drive to Survive. It's a reality series that follows the drivers around. You get to know their personalities, their struggles, the different teams. It's not for kids. It has a lot of language, but it is fascinating. Secondly, um, a couple of years ago, I got to go to the race in Austin. There's one race in America, and it's down in Austin, Circuit of the Americas. The guys in my family have gone ever since the first one in Austin, but I decided to tag along, and that was because Britney Spears was performing. They also have fabulous music acts at the races um, as part of the whole weekend, but going in person, seeing how lovely the fans are, how exciting the races are, getting to know the drivers through the Netflix series, I am absolutely hooked y'all and it was one of the first if not the first worldwide sport to resume during the pandemic they worked very hard to create bubbles and testing and to be able to safely race I love that it is international there are so many cultures and countries represented it's exciting there's so many great personalities it is just my favorite lately. The commentators have British accents. I mean, what's not to love about that? So now I'm full-blown obsessed. I follow all my favorite drivers on Instagram. I've even listened to podcasts about Formula One. I'm like screaming at the TV, jumping up and down when they're racing. I don't know what has come over to me, but I'm like, oh, this is what sports fans feel like. I finally found my thing. I love that I share it with my husband. So for you, maybe it's a different sport or something else you've watched together that's been really exciting, but I've been thankful to have those races to look forward to and enjoy together. Number seven on my list is memes. Can we just have a slow clap of appreciation for the memes? I mean, the memes have been crushing it this year, and where would we be without them? I love funny people. I love to laugh. I was raised in a family where humor was really important. And sort of a value in our family was that even in really hard times, even absurdly hard, difficult times, you can usually find something to laugh about. In fact, you should look for something to laugh about to get you through it. And so all the hilarious memes this year 
have been a delight to my heart. So we had, you know, the toilet paper memes, the Tiger King ones, going into the election, all of that. I mean, I don't know about you, but I had friends relentlessly texting me memes and I loved every bit of it. I love seeing them on people's Insta stories. I mean, that's what social media should be for, to share hilarious memes. It's great. So hats off to you meme creators who are hilarious. Don't stop. We need the memes to keep coming. Number eight is a little more serious, but I think it's important um, to look back and think about how far we've come this year. Think about all we have survived. I mean, I used to be afraid to even go out my front door. We used to be Lysoling the Amazon boxes, wiping down our groceries. I mean, remember all of that? I mean, there has been a lot of hardship and a lot of uncertainty and a lot to figure out. We had remote school out of the blue. I'm honestly not ready to relive too much of it by thinking about it too hard, but just glancing back over our shoulders figuratively, um, we've really come a long way and we've accomplished a lot just by getting it this far. And as women, just um, doing our parts for our family at this time, that is something to be thankful for. That so much hardness and difficulty is behind us and we are on the other side of it. We still have a ways to go, but we've survived a lot. So let's get back to a little more uh, lighthearted fun on the list. Number nine, I have my AirPods and what has been in my AirPods. I talked about them last week, but this was a great gift. And at a time when I can't really go far, can't really go anywhere, they have offered me a little escape to put my AirPods in. They are noise canceling and it's just been a delight to be able to listen to podcasts. I love to learn or laugh or be spiritually encouraged by others while I'm cleaning the kitchen or doing dishes. Also music, I know there's a lot of music I will always associate with this time, but it's been so good, specifically the Gaslighter album by The Chicks. Taylor Swift's Folklore was so good. I'm still really enjoying that. I've listened to a lot of Casey Musgraves this year, and I also have a playlist on my phone that I call Sunday Praise. And anytime a praise song jumps out at me or just really speaks to my heart, I add it to that playlist. And I put that one on quite a bit. I listen to it on my walks, which I'll talk about a little later in the list. But just having um, the sounds and the music and the art and the podcasts that I can listen to right in my ears from home has been a gift. Now on to number 10 on my list. And that is the app Marco Polo. Do y'all know Marco Polo? Either you have it and you love it. Or if you're not familiar with it, I'll let you know. It's a video messaging app. So basically you record video messages that you can share with friends or groups of friends. And what's great about it is that you can respond at your own pace. So you can listen and record your responses whenever it works for you. For me, it's really brought me into the lives of my friends and into their homes in a new way. I communicate with friends I've known since middle school, all the way up to friends I've met through Instagram and my business. It's just a good one, and it's really helped me feel connected during this crazy time. I loved it before 2020, but I'm extra thankful for it this year. Let's take a break, and then I'll be back with the second half of my list. Are you obsessed with holidays? Are you a planner? Do you make all the lists? I think half the fun of things like holidays, parties, movie night, and trips is the planning. Personally, I enjoy jotting down ideas and brainstorming ways to have fun as a family or to entertain friends and family in our home. If you're that way too, I've created the ultimate printable tool for you to store all those lists, ideas, and doodles in one spot. The Seasonal Celebration Planner. 
It's not a calendar, but rather a customizable, printable way to keep track of all your fun plans. So you print it out, printing as many copies as you need of different elements and put them in a three ring binder. Then you get out your colorful pens and creativity and fill it with all those memory making things you want to do. It's 57 pages, including colorful monthly cover pages to use as dividers, a sheet for each month customized to the seasons, pages for birthdays, parties, trips, a tablescape planner, porch planner, menu planner, plus pages for holidays, everything from Christmas to Cinco de Mayo to Father's Day, plus so much more. Once you download, it's yours to print as many times as you like, year after year. Head to the link in the show notes to purchase this instant download and start planning today with your seasonal celebration planner. Number 11, this is a serious one, but it is just a way that I really saw God's hand in my life and a gift that I accredit to him. And that is that I got to see my grandparents in January. My grandparents are in their 90s. They live down in Texas. And I actually had a surgery in January, um, nothing serious or anything. I didn't really publicize it because, you know, boundaries, but here we are. Uh, and so I had it on my heart that before I was going to do that and not be able to travel for a little bit, haha, ha, little bit, um, that I should really get down there and see them while I could. So I was there less than 24 hours. My dad went with me and we just had a short little visit with them and then came back to Colorado. And I just, I'm so thankful that I was able to do that. I had no idea that it would be so difficult to get to see them after that point. Now, I know some of you uh, may have lost grandparents that you didn't get to see or have loved ones you're not able to get to. And um, I understand that and I'm sorry. And I have those situations in other ways. But I just, I really felt the hand of God that I had that on my heart to go down when I did. And I recognize that. And I hope that for you, there's something else in your life that maybe God just directed you to do that you can see now was preparing you for this time. Okay, let's lighten it up a little bit. Um, with number 12, I am thankful for Gossip Girl. You're like the old TV show that's already been on and over. Yes, I just discovered Gossip Girl during the pandemic and I devoured it. Okay, it's not for kids. Okay, <laughs> Let me just get that out of the way. Um, I did not watch it the first time around because it came out the year that I had my first baby. So I'm assuming I was busy taking care of him. Um, I just really love the show. And it was a guilty pleasure during the lockdown when we were really, really at home and not going anywhere. And so I loved Gossip Girl and Word on the Street, pun intended, is that a reunion is in the works, like a reboot, I guess, not a reunion. And that is, I mean, just delightful. Number 13 on my list is that I am just so thankful to have a renewed sense of food resourcefulness. So for me, when I was a newlywed and money was tighter, I was really good about pinching pennies and making things go further. And then as life got busy and kids and circumstances changed, honestly wasn't as great about that. And the pandemic forced me to really use what we have, really take stock of what's in my pantry before I shopped make fewer trips. I mean, I used to go to the store all the time. And there were certain times during March and April where I went three weeks without going to a grocery store. I mean, I stocked up and made it last. And I just think that's a gift to be able to be a little more wise with my food and my resources and cooking for my family and cooking the majority of our meals at home. Less temptation to just drive through Chick-fil-A, even though I love Chick-fil-A. But that's been a lesson I've learned and I'm just thankful for that. 
Number 14, and maybe it sounds cliche, but it's the time with family. And specifically, um, I'm at the stage of life, my kids are 13 and 10 years old. And so we're getting to the age where they have more and more activities. They want to be with their friends more and more. And I think that's great. And I can't wait for them to get back to that. But I do see it as a special gift that I got them back home way more than they would have been, much more than they would have been otherwise. And also just the time doing remote learning, just having them under my roof and safely here with me. I think it's something for the rest of my life I will look back on fondly, even though it's been hard at times and I've um, hated for them to miss out on so many things. The time with family and with my husband as well has just been a true gift. Number 15 on my list has to be teachers. Teachers have been absolute rock stars at this time. And I'm speaking specifically about the teachers of my kids at our school, but I know that is across the board. I know people have had varying experiences, but teachers have worked so hard and done so much and been so inventive and creative and resourceful. I know for our school, our teachers spent their entire, I'm going to tear up talking about it. They spent their entire spring break figuring out how to go fully remote with school with no notice. And then they've continued to just be creative and deal with all of the restrictions and find ways to love on the kids, even with the strange circumstances. And I've just been so impressed and so blown away. And if you have teachers in your life, love on them, say a prayer for them, because wow, they have really, they've really been the true stars at this time. Number 16 on my list is having my husband work from home. I have absolutely loved this. I had thought I would love this and I had wished for this in the past. He edits the podcast, so he's listening now as he puts it together. Um, I thought I would like it and I love it. We are fortunate to have a good setup where he sort of has a whole separate area where he can do his work so that I'm not bothering him. He's not stepping on my toes, but it's just great having him here all the time. I've just enjoyed having him nearby, having him not have any kind of a commute and just to be here with us. That's been a blessing. And honestly, I would go forever that way. So we'll see how that works out. Number 17 is going on walks. Our weather is getting cooler here and I'm not sure how many more walks I will get in on those rare warm days, which we do have. I do try to get them in, but I had read about the power of taking walks in a book called Rhythms of Renewal. I will link it up. It's by an author, um, Rebecca Lyons, and she just has a lot of wisdom about what you can get out of taking a walk. And for her, it was moving to New York City and just how much it improved her mood to have to walk everywhere and to really get some good walks in every day. So I took that to heart and I spent a lot of time walking this year. I used that time to either process my feelings and emotions, to pray, to um, pray prayers of gratitude to the Lord, to listen to my praise music playlist. I've tried to really keep it a renewing spiritual time. And that has been a gift and something that I really do need to keep up as the years go on, because it has been just a great thing. Number 18 is a family, I would like to think they're a family, of deer who have been in our yard a ton. So I live in Colorado, and I've seen more wildlife here in my years here than I have my whole life. I mean, we have all kinds of animals around, and that's great. But we have had deer spend a lot of time in our yard specifically. And I know some people complain about them and that they make a mess. But for us, we just get excited every time. We think it's so cool to see them. They have huge antlers. Uh, there was a time where they spent a lot of nights sleeping right in our front yard. They would just go to bed right outside our front door. And I don't know, I just took it as a gift from God 
Our kids at their school, in their chapel, the kids share something called God winks. And that's something that seems like a coincidence, but that you can attribute to God working in your life. And I see those deer as a God wink. They have just been a sweet blessing and a fun thing to see in a bit of nature that has come literally right to our doorstep. Number 19 would be lunch. Yes, lunch. I really miss getting to go to lunch with my girlfriends while the kids are at school, okay? But it has been such a gift to have my whole family home for lunch when we were doing remote learning and in the summer with my husband here working. And now that the kids are back in school, at least for now, they are, my husband and I get to have lunch together. Normally during weekdays, I would have lunch by myself and I wasn't really mad at that. And sometimes, like I said, I would go meet a friend, but getting to have a sit down family lunch has really been nice. And it's something that normally would only happen on Saturdays, typically, because Sundays we eat with family and friends after church, you know, during the week, people are at school and work. So I've tried to appreciate the lunchtime and I was doing really well about sort of fixing really nice lunches and I need to get back to that. I've gotten into the routine of having to do something quick, which is just realistic on some days, but I'm thankful for lunch. I'll conclude my list with number 20, 20th thing I'm thankful for in this year of 2020, and that is you, the Suburban Soiree community. And I truly mean that. That's not just a way to put a nice bow on the end of my list. Everyone who follows along with me, listens to the podcast, um, makes purchases from me, you are the best. You are so positive and encouraging and so much fun to interact with, and you've just been a great outlet and a way for me to connect with people during this time. Every single time you make a purchase, it delights me to no end and I get so excited. I'm just really thankful for you. Thank you for being fun and for getting it and for being here. I truly am thankful for you. I appreciate you. Let's take another break and I'll be back with the three things I'm loving this week. The holidays are underway in my Etsy shop. This weekend, I'm debuting a new line of personalized products you won't want to miss. Plus, you'll find all the festive Christmas napkins you need for your holiday table. I'm turning Small Business Saturday into a full long weekend. Starting Thanksgiving Day, use code SMALLBIZ to save 20% in my shop through Sunday. Grab gifts, stocking stuffers, and a little something for yourself. Shopping small is truly more important than ever, and I appreciate your orders so much. Again, that's code SMALLBIZ, one word, S-M-A-L-L-B-I-Z, to save 20% from Thanksgiving through Sunday. Let's get to the three things I'm loving this week. Of course, last week was all about luxury, and they were a little more high dollar. This week is super functional and all about things I use every day that make my life easier. So the first one um, has to do with masks. Masks are a way of life for now. And somewhere along the way, I read that you were supposed to hang dry them instead of putting, putting them in the dryer. I don't know if that's true or if that's really a thing, but I put very little in the dryer. I put like towels and sheets in the dryer and I hang dry the majority of our laundry because that's just my preference. So I actually bought a little belt hanger that has several hooks and I have it hanging on a rack near my laundry area and it just perfectly holds the little masks by their loops and I hang them there to dry. So I use that every day and it just, it just works so well. I will link it up for you if you need something like that. A simple thing, but it makes a difference. 
Same goes for the second thing on my list. I've shared these on Instagram several times, but I found these wax paper sandwich bags that I've been using to pack lunches this year. My son likes a croissant sandwich every day. He doesn't want anything different, a croissant sandwich. But of course, that's kind of a big poofy sandwich. And even with regular bread, sometimes it's hard to shove it into a Ziploc. You know what I mean? So I happened to come across these wax paper sandwich bags. So it's like a sack, you just slide it in. And then it comes with all these really cute different stickers to fold it over and seal with the sticker. And I'm telling you, I make their lunches every night. Um, I know they're old enough to do it, but I enjoy doing it. They enjoy me doing it. I still do it. Um, I just have gotten a kick out of those sandwich bags. And I was thinking about it to mention on the podcast because I'm almost out and I will definitely be getting more because they have been just a great thing. And I feel like they're a little nostalgic and old fashioned and just cute. The last thing is a little neck warmer wrap. And I've had this for a while, but it's gotten really popular in my house and my kids and even my husband had borrowed it from me. And that's perfectly fine, but it's just been a real winner in these times. And what it is, it's like a heated pad that plugs into the wall and it wraps around your neck and your shoulders, goes up your neck a little bit and down your back just just enough. And you can set it to different settings of heat and it just like warms you up and takes care of that tension. I know I carry my stress and my tension in my neck and shoulders. Uh, Back when I used to go places and carry a huge purse, I'd always have too heavy of a purse, or even looking at my phone too much, I get a knot in my shoulder. This helps me relax at the end of the day, and it's just a cozy, comforting thing, and I think you might like it too, so that's why I mention it here. That is all for today. I wish you a truly wonderful Thanksgiving. Stay safe and healthy, and I'll be back next week with our December celebrations episode. And until then, keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and I truly appreciate your five-star reviews. 